Welcome, welcome to the Social Living Podcast. I am your host, Julian Green, and my co-host, Jam Lawrence, man. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, I had my words Christmas, delayed Christmas party last night, so I'm feeling it. Talk about delayed. Yeah, delayed, delayed. <laughs> Obviously, COVID, COVID hit over Christmas and that got cancelled, so they, they pushed it back till last night. But, um, yeah, so I'm on the green juice to get me through the day. But um, that was all good. It was good. It was good fun. It was good fun. That's good, man. That's good. Where, where was it? Like, did you go anywhere special? Uh, just in Charm, there's a bar called 131 that the owner or Superdrive also owns. So, yeah, it just made sense to, to do it there. Shout out to the owner of Superdrive, man, because he's he's a proper entrepreneur and he, like, serial, like... Mm-hmm. He's like monopoly man. He's taken over half a Charm. That's sick, man. Have you ever, do you know what kind of house he has or anything like that? So we do, we do. I've not been, but we've done a few like photo shoots at his house and people say it's like next level, like MTV Cribs level. Like. We're saying, so photo shoots at the house, you know, that's... Yeah, yeah. Swimming, swimming pools, like, it's meant to be mad, it's meant to be crazy. That's that's mental, man. That's sick, though. That's sick. It's sick, man. And if you can uh, build relationships with people that are like like that as well, and you got access to people like that, it's good, man. You can only you can only learn from them, man. So, yeah, man. Um, has much been happening on? Gone. I was gonna say, how how things with you, man? Yeah, not too bad, man. Not too bad. Um, you know what? Yesterday we had a conversation about cars, and I can't lie, I'm disgusted right now. So. Uh, you know, uh, considering a new motor, and he talked to these dealerships, the car sells itself, man. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Man. I think like, they, the, deal, the um, car dealers don't need to do much anymore. I'm telling <laughs> all you need to do is sit in the car and a test drive, and that's it, you're sold. Yeah, and and, and yeah, so, as long as it's like newer than the one you have now, mm. like, like instantly you go, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the virtual cockpit's touchscreen now. I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, um, it's just enhancing, isn't it? And uh, yeah, little things like that. And I'm just like considering it. And there's, you know, um, it's, to me, it's like, why not? Why not? Why not? What's what's the issue? What 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 got to do? What got to do? Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I, you I mean, know, I'm I'm still grinding. I still got to make the work up, and you know, we got to keep pushing. So it's like something like this is. It's just, it's just proof of our hard work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Extra motivation keeps keeps you going. Exactly. So um, yeah, that's that's the latest with me, man. That's the latest with me. But in terms of the world of social media, man, what's been? Has anything been happening this week? I don't even. I haven't been um, keeping my ear to the streets or on socials. I haven't been on there too much this week. I don't know if there's been. Mm. For me, it, I've not seen much apart from this morning. I woke up to Burner Boy. Burner Boy is trending. And I was like, oh, why is he trending? And then I've seen he's, um, he's performed at Madison Square Gardens last night. Mm. The um, live stream is on YouTube. If anyone's a fan of Burner Boy, you've got to watch that live stream. It's about two hours long, but okay, you, he his performance levels are up there with like Beyonce. Like the set he had was, was a joke. Like, I, Beyonce, I, I, that's a big statement, you know? Like, yeah, maybe not Beyonce. Let's take that back. Let's take that back. <laughs> he's he's reaching those levels. Yeah, he's yeah. elevating. He's elevating his performance, which is good to see. That's but, good. Um, yeah, top, top performance, and I, I wish I was there to witness it because it looked yeah, it looked like such a vibe. To be fair, you've seen Burner Boy in person as well, so you're probably gonna see you're gonna see him again, Afro Nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. 
Madison Square Garden. No, he's elevated to next heights, man. If you look at some of his early videos and he's comparing to where he is now, man, the development, the 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 honing in on his craft, I just thought, wow, yeah. I didn't I didn't think he would be at this level. Do you know what mm. I mean? I love artists when they're at that stage where it's like, I just want this artist for myself. Not many people listen to him, but now he's like global, you know, which is um which is good, you know, it's good to see. So no, he does, yeah, he deserves his flowers for sure. Him, yeah. him and Wizkid, I feel like they've they've paved the way for for Afrobeats and African artists at the moment because yeah, nothing's nothing's topping topping Afrobeats at the moment. They've yeah, they're yeah. owning that area, they're owning that urban area at the moment. Yeah, because um, it's changed so much. Like, so I remember when I was growing up, it was very much like dancehall reggae was like that urban noise. You know, what I mean mm-hmm. that would influence things like grime and stuff like that. And um, you had your Beanie Mans and your Sean Pauls all on the charts and stuff. And then I feel like the last four. Oh, gee. This is a kind of mad statement. I feel like the, the Latinos had a vibe as well. They had, had a, a, had a, yeah, had a had run. A, yeah, like a free year stint. <laughs> was jumping, was jump, um, jumping on a few Latino bangers as well. But um, yeah, they definitely had that time. They had their time, and I feel like that was slightly on top of Afrobeats, just in terms of global reach and just um, just everything, because people weren't even understanding the language and they're singing along to some of these songs and they just had it on and it was on British radio and things like that. But Afrobeats was still there. Mm. I still feel like the Latino had it was yeah. a little bit, yeah, a little bit above. But now you're seeing you're seeing the yeah. Afrobeat <laughs> coming in a different way. Mm. You know, some of the songs that uh, and they they got like Fortnite dances and you know it's. Yeah. Big up the Afrobeats, man. I didn't think this was going to get to this point. Now, now I'm like, where's the reggae and the dance? Are they going to yeah, come? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see what what new school bashment and dance is going to look like and sound like. Because you can sound like Afrobeats. Potentially, <laughs> yeah. You can see Popcorn like jumping on a song and trying to find a way to get his 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 rhythm and his flow into like an Afrobeat instrumental. But yeah, yeah. you see the influences though, even from like the Caribbean in Afrobeats to a certain extent, like. Burner Boy does it a lot. Mm. Wizkid does it a lot. Do you know what I mean? And even like, even that Wizkid album, there's a lot of Jamaican influence mm. in there. And you can eat like, it's it's so good to see. And now it's like, okay, can we, can the Jamaicans do the same thing? You know mm. what I mean? Or can the Caribbeans do the same thing? So let's, let's see, man. Let's see where, where it goes, man. Um, in saying that, I did see, <laughs> I did see this uh, Bayesian artist, a guy from Barbados. And he's, <laughs> he just had a trending song on um tiktok i think throughout the episode if i find it i'll play it at the end of the episode but yeah i feel like oh this could be a new this could be a new trend for like the caribbean to kind of jump on where it's it's trending on on tiktok and it's just going it's going crazy doing mad numbers like 31 million views on his one song and it's like just a 20 second snippet it's just like it's mental it's mental, but yeah, man. Let's see, let's see. But yeah, let's dive into this episode, man. We did the we did the um the intro already. Uh so this episode, episode 33. This is uh 33, 33 weeks of podcasting that we've done. Um technically it's probably coming up to a year now since we first started the episode uh started podcasting, but you know, sometimes it is difficult to be as consistent as you want to be, but we keep going, man. We keep going. So this is episode 33. 33 is a powerful number. I don't know if you have any significant, but I know Jesus died at 33. Um, 
uh, Nipsey Hussle died at 33 as well. Uh, so it's like, I don't know, that's what, that's how, what it means to me a little bit. Like, mm. I think of that, so I feel like this is a powerful episode. So I just wanted to make this episode about books, man. So um, uh, we were going to talk about 10 books, but we'll see. We'll see how many books we can squeeze in. Um, so 10 books that you must read in 2022. So throughout my life, throughout Jam's life, we've both read a variety of different books and certain books have different uh, influences on us. And um, yeah, man, we want to talk to, to you to you guys about this today. Um, Jam, do you want to start with like your first book? Yes. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll dive into it. So I guess I'll stage my list in terms of when I read them. And okay. The stage of my life I read them at so um the first book I read the first my first recommendation is The Secret um we spoke on it before but in terms of changing my mindset at an early age in terms of how I change my thoughts and how I influence how my thoughts will influence what I do and what I look to achieve that was mm-hmm. the book that kind of kind of transitioned that for me contrition transitioned my thought process at a time where I was um, leaning away from football and hoping to to step into fashion with my own footwear label, that book kind of helped me help with that whole transition and, and making sure um, I was aligned with what I actually wanted in terms of what I was thinking and what I was actioning actioning my thoughts on. So yeah, that book that book done it for me, and it was just it's a book that's about mindset really and 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 the law of attraction and there was a there was a, a quote that used to go they used to do the numbers um a few years ago when this book was probably like at its peak probably um uh, the copy and quote is thoughts become things from the book and mm-hmm. that, that i feel like through like influences and, and and blogs and podcasts that that phrase become quite quite hard-hitting but um it's true because it, it like even to this day i probably read this book seven Probably like seven years ago now, but the the lessons I've learned from the book still still carry strong. Like I still I still reference them to this day in terms of if I'm having a bad day or if I'm thinking negatively, I understand that those thoughts will impact what I do in the day and and, and the outcome of that. So being able to flip it and and it teaches you a few skills to flip that because it is it is hard to do. It is it is it is hard to to change your change your mindset if it isn't in the in a positive state to a positive state um but yeah this book is a great book just to just just for that and it was my i guess introduction into self-help books and this is probably like the first book i read around self-help and it's quite it's quite a soft approach which i like it's an easy read and it yeah it kind of geared me up to a long a long journey of self-help books and podcasts and and then just in that whole space but yeah Highly recommend it if anyone's looking to start that journey, or if they feel like they just need an extra push in life, or or just help with with, with changing their mindset. Is yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a good one for you. Yeah, yeah. No, I, um, even just looking at the reviews here, like it's 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 sick. Like, uh, I've never actually personally read it. Uh, I've just been recommended it so many times, and um, I think over the years as well. Um, I think a lot of people find like this is like one of the first like sources of like that self-help book, that self-help book. So, you know, you got your Anthony Robbins, you got your Gary V's, you got your uh, Jim Rohn's. Like there's so many of these guys that are like 
focusing on like self-development manifestation and things like that and this is the book that it's like this is like the the seed that planted for the rest of these books that we see coming in kind of like after afterwards and like the reviews it's like 4.6 out of 5 which is amazing out of almost 30,000 uh, different ratings like 80% are saying yo that's that's five star book um and even the reviews here as well what they mention is like positive thinking it's an easy read change their life highly recommend great book um <laughs> ironically one says waste your money <laughs> but um yeah most of them the majority again is 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 a good one it's so funny that actually the first one here is like i don't get it <laughs> <laughs> um but again sometimes these books are not for everybody do you know what i mean mm. so that's your judgment again if it if it if it sunk in with you and it helps you change then you know that's 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 a that's a positive so yeah, man, big, big up that book. Um, shout out to, is it Rhonda Bryan? Yeah. Rhonda Byrne. I don't know how you say that. Um, so, yeah, man, big that book up, man. It's good. It is good. So uh, I'm happy to move on to my next book. So my next book is, I'm going to do the same thing as you. So this is like one of the first books I read. Um, me, I can tell you, when I was younger, I really, I wasn't a big fan of reading. Um, like, when I say younger, like, like, I loved, like, I read, like, when I was a primary school kid, I used to read a lot of Harry Potter books. I read certain books at a time that would, you know, grab my imagination. But then once you go to secondary school, football was a priority, girls, just... But like man them just playing football whatever it is like whatever um your social circle changed so then reading doesn't become as cool as it did when you were younger um so i kind of fell out of love with reading and then i kind of got back into reading uh when i was at university uh just because i needed to read so many books i was like ah oh, how am i going to really get these books if i don't like them let me find something that i'm going to enjoy so um this is one of the first books uh i just needed books that had representation um so i i i, I don't think i ever read a book prior to that point that had black characters in there um and this is one of the first books so this book is called midnight um it's a massive book it's like a bible right like this is this is we're talking how many pages here like it's old and tight i recommend it to so many people this is 496 pages so this is a big boy book again it probably looks like damson igdris it might be damson yeah. igdris on the, on the cover you know? yeah it looks just like him but I, i'm sure this book came out probably when he was a kid it might be him you know who knows um but this book written by sister soldier uh who's a, a black muslim uh, i believe um and this book is about a boy who moves over from sudan um so he's traditionally, I think he moves over at like between 11 or 13. I think it's like 13 years old. Uh, there was a civil war in Sudan. I think this is when Sudan was breaking. Uh, there was like North Sudan and South Sudan. There was like a whole civil war thing happening. It was affecting his family. His dad sends him and his mum, and his, his mom was pregnant at the time over to New York uh, so they can get access to social housing, uh, which was also known as the projects. and. The whole story is about him kind of finding love 
in New York, but also adapting to New York as like um, a way of life. Uh, he's meeting different types of black people. He's Muslim. He's meeting different types of Muslims. There's Muslims who have, you know, lived in America and they they don't even speak a word of Arabic or they don't know how to read the Quran or anything like that. So he's he differentiating himself from those types of people. Um, but then other people in the country still look at him and another, another black person the same. And he's trying to like, go through that um but it's super super interesting he's just got so much responsibility at a young age he tries to go to school day one of school he realizes this school's not that not worth it like i've learned all of this already um so he, what he ended up doing was like going to the library every day instead of going to school and then working at a fish market to make money for his mom because her mom the mom couldn't work so he's trying to pay the bills and stuff like that which is another thing like I guess um, a lot of us are not faced like we're not faced. We're not faced with these types of issues. Sometimes we think about school, and it takes us away from like certain responsibilities. Sometimes you know what I mean. And if you go back to like a hundred years ago, it was it was common for kids to be working in mines and and stuff like that, earning money because maybe their parents are too old to work or whatever. So these are different decisions. You had to be kind of well off if you wanted to go to school or whatever. But now it's like. If you don't go to school, it's like what? Like, how are you not going to school? Or whatever. So um, yeah, man, this book I, I highly recommend it. It's not a self help book, anything or anything like that. This is just the first book that I, one of the first books that I could see representation of myself and I could relate to it. Uh, I grew up on social housing as well, like council housing here in the UK. Um, so different, like I could just relate in so many different ways, different types of people that you might have on a council estate, the different types of families, the different, like, the the, the um, diversity you'll have. And it's the same in New York. Um, and, you know, how he's quickly, uh, what's the word? He's, um, he's, he's differentiated straight away because he's, like, he's from Africa, he's wearing sandals and he's wearing, like, a, a hat or whatever. And that already, the people are trying to bully him. So he has to fight to get respect and, and things like this. this is all at 13. And these are little things that I think some people from different areas don't understand that you might have to go through when you're living in social housing or council houses, uh, or even just a hood or just a poverty stricken area. These are things that you have to deal with and survive against where in the suburbs, probably no one cares if you're wearing sandals or, or whatever. You might have different pressures, but you don't have a pressure that every day you go home you're gonna have to fight because someone doesn't like what you're wearing or someone wants to take something that you have do you know what i mean um and these are different pressures that i i could just relate to in the book um and that's why i highly recommend it in terms of what is on uh what's it called on amazon i'll just share the ratings quickly where is it uh two seconds share the screen da, 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 tab uh so midnight it's called a gangster love story i don't know why it's called a gangster love story because i never associated it with gangster anything mm. um but yeah it's uh it's another 4.5 oh four point where are we looking yeah the top the top Oh yeah, four and a half. What are we looking at? Four point seven out of five, eighty-seven percent. Really like this book. So again, I don't think you need to be from like the the black diaspora, but 
if you like if you want an interest in reading you want to have a, a in-depth like view on what maybe happens in some of these projects i think it's a good story really 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 good story um uh, this is not like her first book or anything like that this is based on a character from one of her previous books uh so a special mention to um the coldest winter ever which is like a prequel to this book um and one character stood out which is named midnight so that would be midnight as an adult and this is just his story as a kid and how he came over to america uh but yeah highly recommend the book uh, i don't even know if there's any comments on on the book uh sister soldier winter ever well written it's a love there is a love story so i'm not going to give the plot away so it is good uh i think anyone can read about this again it's about sudanese culture uh, you can learn so much about this. I learned a lot about Islam in this as well. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was uh, really, 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 really good. So, yeah, man, that's my first book. Uh, Just to add, like, I think it's, it's books like these that can help change the way a lot of kids think. Like, if you take yeah. like, Of Mice of Men out of, of school, then you replace it with a book like this. You're automatic, automatically educating a younger generation about a different way of life that they might not have come across before that immigrant story that they might not have come across maybe they might not have a friend they might not know anyone or if there is someone in their school or in their year or, or in their class that is an immigrant it helps just paint the picture for them without them having to explain explain it yeah but, yeah it's an important message that that as as like children especially as kids going through through school even as adults to just understand a different viewpoint a different way of life um yeah it's just it's an important one even just touching on representation like we spoke on it before but to have a book written at that stage um at that in 2009 that that touch on representation like it has is is, is important because i won't when i was growing up i had no um relatability when it comes to reading every book i i read or was put in front of me was of old white men mm. and and again that that entrance into reading is is tough. Automatically, I I thought that I actually don't like reading, but it was the it was the books that I came across or that was put in front of me at school that I didn't connect to. It wasn't until I got older and I started um, opening up my horizon in terms of the books out there that I understood that it's not I I don't actually not like reading. It's just the books that I've read so far haven't been ones that kind of connect with me. So yes, yeah, important on that representation part as well yeah no you said it man you hit the nail on the head there and yeah for anyone who wants to see that representation this is a good book to start off with and then you know you know what it's like with amazon they always have recommendations um as you scroll down so you can see some of our, our books um again she's been connected with the likes of like jay-z p diddy there's a lot of like um stuff here that she's written again i haven't i haven't um read all of them but I gave a big shout out to here. We've got The Coldest Winter Ever. Um, there's a second book, or the volume two of Midnight, um, which I've read as well. And then there's volume three as well, which is A Moment of Silence, which I've also read. Um, and I think what her thing is, is there's certain principles about this character that I think that as a black person, I think we should all have these different principles. Um, nothing, not everything goes his way, but there's certain principles that he lives by that to separate him from the noise. Um, and I think that 
if you take some take on some of these principles you'll be protecting the right things in life and um going after the right things in life as well that's so, important uh, it's an important um thing to touch on actually because coming as people that are um, are immigrants or come from immigrant families um you you come over with a set of morals that can easily be washed out as the generations go along so it's important to to keep hold of them because that that is what separates you that is what makes you you and like i see it i see it with like us and our grandparents there's certain morals and characteristics that we know we we want to keep within the family because it's it's who we are but it's easy mm -hmm. to kind of neglect that as you try to fit in i guess into into the areas that you've you've moved to um yeah that was just an, like, an interesting interesting topic topic to talk about because i know a lot of people struggle with that when they do move to a different country is they move with their morals and values but quickly they they kind of let go as they try to fit in yeah but you also face with like different like for example normally it's your parents say your parents come over here your parents try to keep these morals but then you're here and it's like those, like what they may have had to face in their schools when they were back home and what it could be India, it could be Africa or whatever it might be is one thing, but then the schools here is a different thing. You know, mm -hmm. in other schools outside the country, you know, teachers beat you or whatever. And here they don't do that. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there might be more distractions that you might have. And sometimes as parents, you might not understand what your kid is going through um, on a day-to-day -day basis to try and keep these morals and then the distractions that they're facing as well so yeah man that's it that's a really good point there so again i'm just gonna keep recommending this book what we're gonna do as well if you are watching this on youtube uh i'm gonna um pop a link below with all the all the different all the different uh books that we recommend here so yeah man so jam yeah man what's the what's the next book my next book is um atomic habits by his name is james clear so this book this book got me through lockdown if i'm honest um yeah it was a book through lockdown myself and i put I probably a lot of people can probably relate but a lot of my routines that i had went out the window and i started to pick up a few bad habits my partner's got a baking business one of my bad habits was probably eating a cookie or two a day and quick, like quite quickly, that crept up on me. And I remember looking in the mirror at one point, thinking, "God, we need to do something about this." And it was, it was this book that kind of showed me the importance of of compounding and how how small habits each day result into to bigger outcomes, bigger achievements. And that is that is basically what the book is about. It's about how to to shape your life, um, improve your life and and shake off bad habits um and and it kind of teaches you different techniques different ways different guides of 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 achieving that but um even with with um i had i was working on a trail at the time as well and just having this but i had it i had a physical copy and also had the audiobook but being able to listen to the audiobook and work on the trailer trailer got me just in the right mindset to to accomplish a task, no, no matter how small or big it was, but I'd I'd set out my 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 working day, and I knew I had to get this done before I finished. And if I had a, those tasks every time I went out in six weeks' time, the trailer would be finished. And it was those it was that that type of thinking that really helped me achieve 
achieve that goal and achieve it quicker than I would have done if I, I probably didn't read this book. Because often you can kind of think a bit loosely when it comes to achievements and um, what, what you want in life, really. And without any guidance or without a, a destination, your journey could go all over the place. But it this book really helped me solidify my thoughts, what I actually wanted and, and how to go about that. But yeah, definitely, definitely recommend it for, for anyone on, on that journey. And even if you like, uh, even I said as well, like even if you want to shake bad habits, if you've crept bad habit, if you've got bad habits, it teaches you how to to get rid of them as well. That sounds. Um, it sounds like such an interesting book. Like I love it when. We on mute. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of books out there, a lot of people out there that are always trying to sell you some kind of dream of some sort, but sometimes they don't give you like the steps on how to get there. Um, so like you mentioned, like you, you start to loosely think about this, but you haven't really thought about the steps. And I know I definitely done that in the past. And I think with even with the agency, I kind of this loosely just kind of just went in that direction. Um, but I had to quickly figure out, okay, what are the different steps that get me there? um and i try i try whenever whenever someone tries to give me advice about something or if i'm trying to give someone else advice about something i always try to ensure i can give them like a bite size like step by step of how to do it um just to get them to start because i think that's just so important so um obviously i speak spanish people used to ask me oh, how do you speak spanish da, 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 da. And, and i was like the main the best way to do it obviously is to live in that country and just absorb that uh like absorb the language but if you can't do that i think that like um if you can learn some of the conversational structures which, which is what you would learn at school um i think that if you're able to let's say learn one word a day in spanish by the end of the year you've just 365 or 366 words that you would know and then let's say on average the average human like the average person who speaks english uses only five uses a maximum of around 500 words you're already like 80 percent of the way there do you know what i mean in terms of like knowing enough words to be able to speak a language but if you just like how, how long would it take you to learn one word a day like that doesn't yeah. take that long you might just have to say that word 10 times and then you've got it in the in the locker do you know what i mean and like if you just bite size it like that then you know and something just like one word is so achievable as soon as you do two words a day you, you've gone past like what you might need to like learn on average to cover like a, uh, a massive vocabulary. Do you know what I mean? So sometimes you just got to break things down like that. And I think it should be the same when it comes to exercise. As soon as you get to exercise, people would tell you, yeah, you need to work out six times a day, blah, blah, six times a week. Sorry. But you might not, as soon as you think of that, you can't, it's like, you can't, you can't fathom, fathom it. But if you were to say, all right, all right, well, on Monday, just do two press-ups. And then Tuesday, do two press-ups or whatever. Then by the end of the week, you've done 14 press-ups. Now double it the next Monday. Do you know what I mean? Then progressively, you're compounding, you know, and then suddenly within three, four months' time, you've been able to do more press-ups than you've ever thought you would do before. Mm -hmm. Instead of like, oh, I need to do 25 push-ups and you can't, you struggle to do 25. Do you know what I mean? So you have to like progressively over overload it. And I think 
that's what the book seems like it's saying. So um, it needs to, I think people do need that to kind of unlock doing tasks for sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah, man, big up, big up that book. And you got it on both like uh, paperback as well as audiobook as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, some, sometimes audiobooks do it for me. Like it, it's, I just find it easy to digest, especially when I'm doing things I've said before, like if I was on a morning commute or in the gym, it just helps me digest it a lot easier. Especially if yeah, it's, yeah. it's a book like this, I can I can take mental notes and and, and that's enough for me. Other books yeah. they might be a bit more hefty, um, and I might actually need to take physical notes. So I'll I'll, I'll tend to read read a physical copy. But um, for this one, yeah, the audio book was probably the best the best way for me to digest the content. Oh, that's good, man. That's good. I haven't. I think none of my suggestions. I don't think I've actually listened to any of the audiobooks for them. Um, actually, apart from one, actually, there's one a little bonus one I have. I've probably listened to the audiobook. Um, but yeah, that's good, man. And again, the, the reviews they look really, really good on this one as well. Um, what are you saying? Four point seven uh, out of five. Again, number one bestseller as well. So um, yeah, definitely go out and get that one, and uh, you know, in, in improve your way of thinking. When it comes to you know achieving some of your goals uh this year so definitely go out and 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 take a look at that one man um my next book you're happy to move on da, da, da. So, so yeah my next book is i think most people have heard of this one so uh i've got it in person it's the alchemist this book changed a lot of things for me I read it like, when did I read this? Uh, I read this, I think it was during uni, during uni. Um, I think that's when I had my biggest spree of reading. Uh, there was just so much, I didn't have like the latest smartphone, so I wasn't playing games on my phone or anything. So on the way into uni and stuff, I, it used to take me like an hour. So I would just read. Um, I could finish books in like a week and stuff. So this was one of the books that changed my thinking. I, I was not even expecting much from it. Um, what made me buy it? This is the power of influence, Will Smith. This book, game changer. You know what? You know how he is. I just went out, bought it on Amazon, and I've been recommended it to everyone ever since, man. Um, it's just the right book for me, you know, because uh, self help books they can be overwhelming sometimes. It's too much to take in, uh, but this is done in a story. Um, it's almost like a biblical story, like a modern day biblical. Not, it's not even modern day because it's not. It's not. It's not in a time that is modern. I wouldn't say, but it's something I could just understand the morals behind the story straight away. If you know what I mean, and it's not written like wherefore out loud, you know all that stuff. So it's more. It's written modernly in a modern way, um, but the stories are so powerful. So anyone who has read this, you would probably testify by this, and um, I always recommend it. So yeah, The Alchemist, again on um, on on Amazon, uh, I believe the ratings are just through the roof. It's again, it's another big seller. Jam, have you read it? I'm not sure. I've not. I've not read it. I've not read it. But again, it's one of those books that I see recommendations for it all over the place. A lot. Of the guy, a guy that I get a lot of my book recommendations from is. Reese Wabara, the owner of um, Manier de Bois, and he yeah. yeah he screams and shouts about this book. So yeah, I know it's I know it's, I know it's a decent one, and it's definitely on my list. Mm. And it's a it's a it's a really it's not a like big read again. It's like one hundred and ninety two pages, I think it is, and um, 
it's really small. So it's like you could bang this out. It's such a it's such an easy read. Uh, again, it is a big, uh, a, it is a uh, what's it called, uh, bestseller. And him as a as an author, I really like the way he writes. So that um, I'm gonna shout out another one of his books. Right, it's um, the the Winter Soldier. I mean, it might come up here actually. Manual of no, sorry, here we go. Manual of the Warrior of Light. That book is one of those books, right? That you just flick through the whole. You can just flick through, go to any page, just read one quote, and then like, you set your set for your day. Like, um, so he's that type of writer, and I just like, I just appreciate his writing skills for that. Um, so yeah, The Alchemist is a good book, and then also this, the Manual of um the warrior of light uh, it's another good book i came across that book through um oh it's an actor oh, i'm not even i don't even remember his name i'm not even i can't remember his name uh but yeah he's he was in one of the latest westerns with um jay-z that jay-z uh, uh produced i don't know if you've seen it uh the harder they the harder they fall yeah well uh, not, which uh, black actor yeah, black actor. Um, I don't even know what else he's been in. This is a quick Google search. The harder. There you go. It's a quick, quick search quickly. Let me just get the name up. Jonathan Majors. That's his name. Very yeah, cool. Jonathan Majors. So check. Like he's good, man. He's such a minimalist as well. Um, I, I like the way he is. Like he just the way he thinks is just. Yeah, it's amazing to me. So yeah, highly, highly, highly recommend Paolo Coelho's books. The Alchemist is a great place to start. If you want to move on to that, definitely go to the Manual of the Light, the Warrior of Light. Um, and yeah, you can just have that as a little pocket. It's like a little pocket guide. Um, Those, so, yeah, yeah, they're highly, important. Though. They're important to have like in in your um in your book collection. Just one one of those ones where you can just dive into, have a quick read, and and, and that can set you up for the day. Like, some of my, my favorite type of books because sometimes you don't have the time to sit down and go through 20 30 pages it's, it's that quick quick bit of content that helps mm. you kind of set you on your day mm. yeah it's true it's true so yeah definitely definitely recommend that one um oh i've lost i've got so many tabs open now uh again the ratings on this are quite high as well Sixty-six thousand. i think that's the most we've seen um 4.6 um so yeah Go out and grab that one. The link will be in the description. In the description below. Um, what's your next book? So my next book is from a brand called Represent. Um, so this is a Manchester-based fashion brand uh, that sell menswear clothes. Um, so they've been going for the last 10 years now. And the book kind of documents their, their rise to fame almost. Um, mm -hmm. So from the... the that home that I was I say humble beginnings, they started off with money. Um but from, from their earlier days um to, to to where they built the brand now. And for me in that fashion marketing space, it really helped me open my mind in terms of how to be creative on a budget and how they've done it and how they've been able to execute it with quite small teams. Obviously you go to when you're working within a bigger brand, your budgets are bigger and you tend to I find I actually find it harder with bigger budgets to to be creative, but it's when you've got less less budget to work with, and you you have you're forced to kind of think outside of the box 
and 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 try something new. Um, but um, yeah, it did just it just highlighted that for me. So it's the um, two brothers own a brand called George and Michael Heaton, and it just documents their 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 ways of life and how how they've got to, to this stage in terms of having a fashion brand that turns over twenty seven million a year um, in a lot of the big wholesale retailers. Um, they ship all over the world. It's it's been it's quite an iconic story, and I think they've both been being called out of being, I think, is it 30, the 30 under 30s list um, from Forbes? It's a mad list because I feel like it's such a such a trend. It's such a unique uh, uh, like amount of people. So, so many people want to be on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't want to digress too much, but it just makes me think like, I remember in advertising, there'll be like 30 under 30s in advertising. I'm just like, I said, half of these people, are just, you know, there's people who are just like PR ready. I don't know. If yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you get a lot of <laughs> Personal brands are there already, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of those, but obviously that doesn't take away from their success, of course, man. What they've done is absolutely amazing. Um, and um, you you shout about them a lot, and I, I didn't know about them until, I, until you told me about them. So, yeah, man, share their story. Have you got, like, a copy or uh, you can share your screen or anything? Interestingly, like the, yeah, I'll share my screen. I did buy the book, but then I sold it just for, for cash. The book is £125 um again i feel like it's worth it it's worth it's worth that amount and i gained a lot from it but i feel like i've i've got my learnings from it they also have a um a a visual document uh documentary on youtube that kind of touches on the, the surface of the the book as well um but yeah i'll share my screen and i can show you their site and how the the book looks can you see that uh, this is screen now. Yeah, I can see it now. Cool. So yeah, uh, kind of the uh, dedication. Uh, the book actually comes in quite a really like aesthetically pleasing, um, almost on trend, uh, hardback version. It's quite it's probably like an A4 size as well, so it's good size. Uh, often people use it as like an ornament, almost like a a piece of art. Um, but yeah, as I said, one hundred twenty-five pound. It goes on on their. It touches on their tenure anniversary of brand and and where they've they built the brand too and how they got there and and key milestones and along along that way but um mm-hmm. yeah definitely if you're into fashion um or even if you're just into like success stories and how people have built brands or built their personal brand um if you're into marketing uh merchandising just there's the so there's so many different takeaways from this book that that can help in so many different sectors of people's lives but um they're also they're also super into fitness and that is kind of kick-started my fitness journey as well and how uh your mental sharpness kind of correlates to to how how you feel physically and as i said like as i said earlier throughout lockdown that was like a habit of mine i kind of let go a bit um but yeah through what following these guys on instagram and reading the book and and reading uh their documentary it's really how kind of helped me snap back and and get my mind and body in the right place, and yeah, it's just been it's just been beneficial. I feel like they've 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 flourished really well. It's not a an overnight success story. Uh, they touch on a lot of like their hard times and where they struggle to play staff, pay staff, and and all of that that fun stuff within within building a brand. But I'm definitely definitely recommend this if you're if you're into that type of stuff. 
Okay, cool, man. That's good. I wonder where the influences kind of came from as well, because this reminds me of another book uh, uh, I bought. I don't know why I went out and bought this. I think this was, let me check the um, thing when it came out. I feel like this is, do you know when um, Jay-Z dropped his album? Was it like a Magna Carta? Um, Holy Grail. That. Tony, I want to say 2000, I got 2015. It could be uh, that's way 2013, 2013, maybe. 2011. Oh, 11. Oh. No, no, it was released 2013. Sorry, okay. 2013. Um, but he, I know, like in that press, like in that run, he dropped this book called Decoded, and it sounds similar. It's more about Jay Z's like life and art. But it was a, there was a, a good correlation between that, like his music and art and his life, and it was like decoding everything. Um, uh, I'm just going to give a quick shout out to it. So I'm just going to share the screen quickly because uh, I thought that was a... It, it, I wonder if this book ever like influenced them, if they ever came across this book mm. um, at all. Uh, because I thought, yeah, this book... Uh, I do have it, but I don't have it in... I don't have it in this house at the moment. I don't know if you ever came across it. Um, this is one of the covers, but the other cover was actually the reverse. It's like, it was white. Okay. Um, and uh, it just reminds me of like, everything you just said. And it was more like pictures inside and there was mm -hmm. some text and stuff like that. And it was just all these like pictures. Uh, it was kind of like Kanye West is like documentary, but in pictures mm -hmm. to a certain extent. Um, I, again, I recommend this as well, but uh, that's what that reminded you of the represent thing. Uh, and I just thought it would be interesting to know kind of like um, what their what the influences was. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I want to move on to my final book. Uh, my final book is called Narconomics. Narconomics. I don't know if you've ever heard of this one. Um, I know we did a trial run last week or two weeks ago. Um, I never included this one, but it was on my shelf today and I was like, you know what? This book is epic, you know? <laughs> this book is epic. So... Um, the I guess the without saying too much about it, like it says, narconomics, how to run a drug cartel, right? And that's sick. <laughs> the title's sick. <laughs> that already. <laughs> so, like, I I wanna take it back because I remember I think someone came into our university, Timpson. I don't know. You ever heard of Timpson before? They do like uh, they do like key exchanges and they're like locksmiths and they do keys and blah 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 blah. And I, I think it was the owner, he came in and he spoke to us and he was talking about how he mainly employs um, people who have um, criminal records. He was like, there are certain types of criminals who are smarter than the average person. Um, and he's like, the way they run certain organizations, like their it could be criminal organizations, is like how a CEO run like a five, six figure or a six figure business or a seven figure business. Um, and he saw that, and this was probably like seven years ago, eight years ago. Um, and he saw that then I never really understood it. Um, but I thought it was a good opportunity to give people who were in prisons on certain charges a way out afterwards so they could change their life around whether they do or they don't, I don't know, but this is a good rehabil rehabilitation. Mm. exactly so you could own your own timpson and you can run your own business or whatever 
Um, and if you have the the dedication and the discipline to do so, then you can you can go do that. Um, but in this book, like they proper like even at the back, like they proper go in and show you like how like when you think of like a drug cartel, do you even think about branding? And you might not. You just think you just think selling drugs or whatever. But you look at films like American Gangster. He called his drug like Blue Magic. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it was like that was a that was a that was his brand value in in saying that name. You got that blue magic. You got that blue magic. Do you know what I mean? And then he dyed the 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 cocaine blue. Do you know what I mean? For whatever reason, I can't remember why, but it was it was a different color. And then other people trying to sell their own thing, but it doesn't ring the same because this version of this blue magic was like the the Coca Cola of cocaine. Like everybody wanted it. Do you know what I mean? From around the whole country, do you know what I mean? And it just shows the value in that. I like these guys. They talk about restructuring, uh, <laughs> restructuring their organization. So if they get hit hard, they got to start again. They got to recruit mm-hmm. more people. Loads of people going to jail. They need to hire more people. Like they're thinking like this is an organization. This is literally six, seven figure organization. Like. Uh, six seven figure organizations and the people who are involved are running some proper big organizations globally they got even got logistics yeah i was just gonna say that just the logistics of that the whole process is is it's not easy to to digest and i'm only saying that from watching top boy like (laughs) it gives you an insight into to the difficulties of that and and how to find loopholes and and get away with 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 being the making sure your the whole process is financially viable, like you're you're getting a good cut from it, which is is business. That is, this is how product based businesses operate. It's, it's it's a similar similar blueprint. Exactly, and it's it's just relating the two, and the book does an amazing job of just relating the two, like how they can drive down the price of cocaine and how some you know like sometimes they say like oh Pablo Escobar was worth six hundred billion or whatever. And but it depends on what what they're basing that off. Are they basing it off how many coca- prices of cocaine he had, or how much how much cases of cocaine he had, or he sold, or do you know what I mean? Like, and sometimes they're getting the pricing wrong. Um, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it could be the coca leaves, how many farms they had, like, and all these different types of stuff as well. Um, and it proper just breaks everything down from like the supply to the demand of like everything. And to me. I, it's interesting to me to know how to run a drug cartel because I just feel like if you ever watch Breaking Bad, oh man, yo, it's sick. Mm. Better Call Soul, that's just dropped as well. The new season, definitely go and check that out. Is that good? I've not actually seen it, you know. It's a slow burner, very slow <laughs> burner. But it's, mm. I love these shows. These these slow burners are amazing. Like. Mm. It's you know what you have to pay attention to all the nuggets they're dropping to you, and that's why it's so slow. And I love it. And it's not fast paced. It's not like bang, bang, bang. It's not one of those watches that I have to, I have to watch. I have to. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, and some of the situations that happen, it's like, how did he get out of that? Mm. Or who's this guy? Why did he die? Or do you know what I mean? Oh, it's amazing, amazing. So better call soul. It's like the. It's the sequel and prequel, right? So it's obviously after Breaking Bad, but it's based before Breaking Bad. So you get to see how the Salamancas came into power. You get to see 
Gus, you get to see how better course, how Soul Goodman became Soul Goodman. Like, it's amazing. As long as you've got the patience to watch it and you know that, you know that this is worth its while and you're taking in the art that these guys are showing you. As long as you understand that, you'll, you'll, you'll know that this is one of the best shows. Like, this is up there with Breaking Bad. Like, this is up there. Um, I have to, yeah, I definitely have to check that out. I love Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like I said, again, that was a slow burn and it's one of those ones you have to pay attention to to, to get the most out of. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to, have to check that one out. Yeah, man, check out that. Uh, obviously, Narconomics, uh, again, on Amazon, I think he's got some really good views. Uh, let's see. I've got it here, How to Run Drug Cartel. So I read the book. Uh, I haven't read it all, to be honest. I'm still kind of like halfway reading for it. Um, but from what I read so far, I just thought, wow, unbelievable. Um, you can get the audio book uh, again. It's got some good views, uh, 4.6 out of 5. So um, I don't know how well credited these uh, reviews are on Amazon. I know sometimes people rather go to different website, but for me here, Amazon, Narconomics, How to Run a Drug Cartel. If this is something you can relate to, you'll probably like it. If not, you'll be like, this doesn't make no sense. But it does build a strong case for how smart some of these people are because some people like to think that if it's dumb to be a criminal or whatever, but mm. sometimes they choose the wrong path, or sometimes if they were just ushered into the right path, they could be just as uh, just as yeah. popular. Right, the right so, thinking, just yeah, the wrong, the wrong space, the wrong path. Exactly that. So um, yeah, man, big shout out to them. Uh, and I guess I got one last shout. Out. I don't know if you have any other books uh, that you want to discuss or touch on, but my last one is. Um, is a big chunk of books here but um uh 22 immutable laws of branding this is okay. a, this is a really easy book so i you just go for it like i'm like i don't know what, what number am i on number nine like there's different laws so you got like the law of the name the law of um the law of expansion the law of uh contraction publicity the law of advertising there's all these different like it gives you some good ideas and really good examples of some like branding examples. Um, I thought it was a really, really good book. Uh, Nipsey Hussle mentioned this book when he was building his brand, the victory lap and a marathon. Um, and I read it and I, I read this, I read like I've been reading it and there's some good, there are some good examples in here of like how to kind of maintain and keep a strong, a strong brand. Um, there's no like right or wrong answer. Like there's you know, like, some people who might just sell like one product and that's their branding. It's just that one product and that's all they do and that's all they sell. And then there's other people who they want to make more money by like having like different products that go around it. Um, and but they might not be the best product, but there's like one main product and then everything else that like, kind of supports it. But this is all about the perception. So like I feel like people who are good at this is like Tesla, Apple um you know the way apple they have their whole ecosystem tesla's trying to do the same thing but in cars mm -hmm. so you know you don't go to a you don't go to a mechanic if you need to fix a tesla you go to a tesla garage yeah or you know it's things like that and same with your I apple you know iphone or whatever you, you can go to these like knockoff mm. slash you know dodgy phone shops or whatever but now Apple have their Apple Care and stuff like they never had this before, but they're taking that all over, and it's all about the perception of that brand, and that's why they can charge X amount. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? 
represents probably got it. Um, yeah, it's that that brand perception. It's like you can you can kind of tell their brands because they 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 built a brand based on a community rather than a product, and you can yeah. you can see the difference and you feel the difference. There's 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 that engagement from their their customers and their target audience, which you can't get if you if you uh, a product based business that's just focusing on product. That's where yeah. that branding element comes in. But um, no, it sounds like a cool book. Definitely one I would have liked to read, like when I was doing Estrada. Because again, there was these words that kept flying around, around like marketing <laughs> yeah. and branding, and I was like, "What's this? What are these words?" So yeah, the thing is, you did have a good perception and stuff, and I feel like if you kept on working at it, you can do it. But you know what? The next thing that you decide to do, wherever it might be, could be it could be the things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and you keep working on it, and then even now, what you know, you can help your missus out. Um, and still have that same, you know, that same perception. I think that's really, really important. Keeping the brand, like if you want to be a brand that always does something different, like people always want to know oh, what's happening next. Like if you compare the perception of like, let's say Drake, and you're like, you kind of know what he's probably going to come up with, um, but you know it's going to be on trend. But then you got like Kendrick Lamar, you're like. He could what? release anything, yeah. You have no idea what. Same as <laughs> what, yeah. keeping you on your toes, and you you want to know what that is like. Do you know what I mean? Not to say that he's gonna smash like streaming um, numbers or anything like that, but it's just the perception, um, and that keeps him in the conversation. As like, okay, yeah, he's probably one of the best artists mm. that I've been out there. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and it's 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 having that, and I think that's really important. And there's a lot of laws and principles in this book that you can just take away. Um, I definitely try to implement some of them for sure. Um, but again, it's easier said than done. But yeah, another shout out to that book. So yeah, man, pick that one up. Cool. Pick that one up, cool. man. So yeah, I think I thought, I'm happy to wrap it there, to be fair. There, I think we've given you just over 10 books there um, overall, including kind of the bonus, some of the honorable shout outs. Uh, but again, let us know what are some other books that you that you would recommend any books that change your life, any books that maybe are not like um, bestsellers or anything like that, but are still kind of like really important to you. That could be um, kind of, could be good as well to know. It could be the Quran. It could be the Bible. It could be whatever. Um, it could be a religious book. I don't mind it, but let us know. Uh, comment in the comment section down below. Uh, like, uh, and another thing as well. Um, if you are listening to this on the audio only, uh, please leave a review and let us know what you think of the podcast. Um, and yeah, man, we'll take in kind of any recommendations, any criticism, we'll take it into our stride and try and offer the best podcast possible um, with what we can do. So uh, yeah, man, it's been a, it's been a wicked episode. Jam, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I love the books that you, you mentioned as well. So um, yeah, man, happy to wrap it up there. Cool. Cool. Nice. Yeah.